All right. In this podcast, we're going to end up talking about self-accountability and, you know, self-improvement. And then I have Elias with me to be able to begin the conversation. And if you want to start, talk about a little about yourself. So basically, I'm just a kid after high school, left college, and now I'm going to be a future Marine. And I'm just here to talk about self-improvement because a lot of people don't look at themselves. And that's one of the most important things in improving yourself, self-accountability. I have a quote here that I really like. It's life is how you make it, take it how it come. So don't look at other people to be accountable for your failures. Look at yourself and understand that you made the bed that you're going to be in. I like that. I like that. And not a lot of people, you know, are accountable for their actions. And how do you feel with, with people that are always complaining about not getting what they want? I feel like that's the worst thing because, like, people complain. They're like, oh, I'm fat. Like, go to the gym. Go work out. Um, they'll be like, oh, but working out so hard or whatever. Anything. They'll be like, oh, school's so hard. Like, teachers suck. Like, go teach yourself. Do extra work. Don't compare yourself to other people. You got to hold yourself to your own guidelines. Like, don't be like, oh, this kid studied for 30, 30 minutes. So I'm going to study for 30 minutes. And if I don't get it, then that means the material is just stupid. You got to study for as long as it takes for you to get whatever you want. You got to push yourself beyond your boundaries and make yourself a better person. You got to look at what you're bad at and improve improve on that. Okay. And... Uh, how would you what advice would you give people to that are having a hard time actually getting started and trying to improve themselves? I think the best thing is always like finding your weaknesses. And it's a very hard thing to do because when you look for your weaknesses, you're going to want to use compliments, but make them look ugly. Like, oh, I care too much. And that's just hiding what your actual problems are. Like you have to actually dig deep and see what is wrong with you with you listen to other people's criticisms don't take everything to heart but try to find your actual like weaknesses in life and it's funny that you mentioned you know criticism a lot of people in this world you know they think criticism is bad yeah not all criticism is bad and you know what would you say to those people about you know criticism just don't take it personally because a lot of the time People do just want to see you better. And you do have to differentiate that from people who are haters. Because some people just hate on anything you do. But a lot of the time, it's someone just telling you something. Don't take it so personal and be like, oh, this person hates me. You know? You got to live your life and understand that you're not perfect. You never will be perfect. But to be where you want to be, you got to actually make those steps and understand that you've been going the wrong way. Or anything to adjust yourself and yeah that's i mean that's pretty much well put because you know a lot of times people take everything so you know to the heart and it's it's hard for them to actually improve themselves and they're just they they swear everybody's out to get them nobody's out to get anybody if anything those people that are giving you that criticism are actually trying to push you even if you don't think they are especially if you don't if you don't even know them and that being said you know a lot of times uh all, all top uh, business people have actually used criticism as fuel f- f- to actually drive their businesses, you know, hit that top dollar amount on on their yearly revenue. And, you know, 
it, it just it only makes sense to actually be able to improve yourself in taking uh, the necessary actions to grow yourself as an individual in the ways of just using that criti- that criticism to you know help give you that drive and uh, grow you as an individual and sometimes you don't even have to use criticism you can just view the world around you like i'm sure you guys anyone's had a minimum wage job at 16 years old or whatever and you see people who are 30 40 years old working the same job as you were working making the same amount of money and you can see that those people when they make a mistake a lot of the times they go like oh no it was the other kid that he held me back because of this and this and this those are just excuses and you seeing that older people are making these excuses and they're not anywhere near where you want to be that should show you something it should show you like this guy is still a child and that's why they're stuck in the same exact spot where I'm at 16 years old, but they've lived 20 more years than me. So there's no need for me to be like them, even though they're older than me, you know? Yeah. And that brings me back to when I used to work in a warehouse about two years ago. I had this one co-worker. He's about 40 something years old. He was a cool dude. But the only thing was he used to always bring back the the past. Yeah. So when he brought back the past, every every single story that came up was like, oh, I wish I would have done this. You know, I should have done this. Yeah. Would have, should have, could have, you know, but he didn't. So when he was, uh, I think he was 18, he worked for a, a custom uh, car shop mm-hmm. and they used to make lots of money. He used to yeah. pocket about 10000 a week. And what he used to do was every weekend he'd go to New York City. Mm-hmm. So back then, New York City was the spot. Yeah. So that's when all the famous rappers and stuff like that were there. Shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So when they were there, he would just waste his money. So all the earnings that he had for the weekend, he'd blow it. Yeah. And he'd say, like, now he just wishes he never did that because uh, a, a month after he had the job, he lost it. The uh, company went out of business. Yeah. And he, he had to go on unemployment. And he ended up having to find another job. So he ended up finding another job. Um, he was working for this uh, older, la- older lady. Mm-hmm. And she was employing him. He was like a mover. So she had him driving trucks and stuff like that. And next thing you know, he, he, he ended up falling in love with her. They, they fell in love with each other. They got married, all that stuff. And it's a pretty weird story. But it's very true. And next thing you know, um, he en- she ended up catching him cheat on her. Yeah. So then he lost another high paying job with just being unresponsible for his actions. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, he's out of a job again. Yeah. So he worked at that job for almost 10 years. Mm-hmm. And now he's he's worked in the warehouse that I was at for about over, I'd say, another 10 years. That brings me to, to another idea that a lot of people like him, he sees exactly where his mistakes were but he never put it into action. Like he never put it into action and be like, I'm never gonna be this irresponsible again. Like he just kept going on the same road, making the same mistakes. A lot of people do see their problems as well. Like it's not just discovering your problems. You also have to see how you're gonna fix them. Cause if you're, if like he, he just fucked up, he fucked up two jobs, yeah. fucked up two jobs. And a lot of people are like that. And they just look at the world to see like, oh, why do I keep fucking up? Or they look at God and they're like, God, please let me fix this. But then if God gives them a chance, they don't do nothing with that chance. <laughs> like they just fuck it up again. Yeah. And like no one's forcing you to fuck it up. Like that's just you. Yeah. You got to fix that yourself. You got to find a doof in yourself to fix yourself. Yeah. And that's the most important thing about being an adult as I feel. 
and that that you know that comes from self experience too so um when you is it's if it's how bad you want it how bad do you really want to get to where you want to be mm-hmm. if you want to be if you want to own your own business but you keep working that nine to five job that you hate yeah what are you going to do what steps are you going to take to actually get to that to where you mm-hmm. want to be a lot of people they'll be they'll just complain to their co-workers every single day the nine to five job and just constantly say i hate this job i hate this yeah. job i hate this job what are you gonna do to help? And, and they could have a friend on the side going like like, like how you are to some some of your friends you're like oh take real estate classes or get into real estate yeah. or any learn anything about that a lot of people are scared of taking that first step yeah that every journey starts with one step yeah and you just got to keep taking one more step one more step yeah. a lot of people refuse yeah. to move they're scared of change i don't know what it is but they yeah. refuse to move and that's self-accountability like you got to see yourself and be like I'm not going to fuck this up. Like, I'm not just going to sit here and complain. Be the victim, you know? Because all these people who are billionaires, they're not, like, special people. It's not like they were born and, like, someone was like, like oh, you're going to be a billionaire. Like, regular kids, they went to school just like you. Maybe someone went to a better school, but that's no difference. You're all learning the same bullshit. Like, it's all up to you to take that step and push yourself to the next level yeah and it's not like they haven't had bumpy roads you know they're like he said they're just like us they've gone through the same shit that we've been through and just like me i was working job after job after job i think i've had six to eight different types of jobs within two years yeah reason being i hate you know being in a place that i don't like being in people force themselves to be to stay in a job that they don't like and they're wasting so much time to actually do what they want to do but they are afraid to do it and with me no i i'm gonna take the steps to fight to figure out what i like i've done so many things in my life i've been a graphic designer i worked in a warehouse i was uh, attempting to be an nfl player i i'm in real estate right now um what else i mean the the opportunities are endless mm-hmm. you could do so much in this life but if you're afraid to take that one step to actually getting there then you're just never going to be able to reach it because there are no handouts in this life not at all not at all no handouts at all no one's gonna be like oh let me help out this kid like every everyone's always watching out for themselves even as a parent you're watching out for yourself or as like a brother or sister you're watching out for yourself you're never like oh my friend this day you know what? I should give him ten thousand dollars. Fuck it. Let's <laughs> okay. see what he does with it. Oh man, no I one's would... <laughs> ever gonna fucking do that. Like, yeah. no one's ever looking around to give you a handout. Like, yeah, sure. There's people on Twitter that hand out money as a gift, but like, you gotta learn how to fish. You know? Yeah. Like, you can't just be there begging for someone else's life. People want to be the bait. People want to be the bait. Yeah. <laughs> and there's just like, like I said, opportunities are endless. Like, if you don't know what you want to do in this life. Google is right there. You have the world in your hands. And if like there's so many opportunities that you could look for. You know, I never would have expected myself to be a real estate agent, but what led me there was going on Google, YouTubing how to get rich. Yes, I did that. And next thing you know, I saw somebody just post on their on the YouTube channel, you know, how did I, I retire by the age of 27 and doing real estate. I and think it was like 22. Was it twenty? It no, was Chris it was, Crone. No, no, yeah. Was it? I think it was like twenty. He was mad young. Twenty four. Yeah. Twenty four. There you go. So, at twenty four, he he retired, and he by doing real estate, he was an investor. And the video after that was a video by Brian Casella, how he got a Lamborghini three years in real estate. So I took the action to actually watch those videos, 
and then watch all their content that they had and it was just so informal no matter what you're actually looking to do there's always going to be that one person that's actually has done what you you're looking to do it all takes is just one search on google to find out if it's really for you and even like you weren't even we, we both weren't even looking at real estate but we were still looking at real estate but the thing is a lot of people when they get to the point that they're like oh i don't have the money to do this they'll just be like oh fuck that yeah because we looked at it and we're like oh we're gonna need a huge down payment stuff like that yeah and, we didn't have the education for we it. didn't have the education for that but you got into real estate i'm joining the marine so i could get a job all that stuff like make more money and build the capital to actually flip houses and make something of yourself and make something for your kids make something for generations all that stuff and it's just not quitting as well you know because you can find the great thing be like oh i want to work at apple you get denied and then you're like oh i'm never going to do this again like yeah. that's one of the things because yeah. we really were not looking at real estate agent at all yeah. like at all we were like oh let's try to get the real estate agents out of the whole thing you know because yeah. we didn't want to give them the two percent or whatever yeah and you found your way in real estate agent but you're doing that to make money to make more money for then you can buy and flip your own houses and one day buy like an apartment complex right and no one ever like you never you didn't think about this in high school you didn't no, think about I, this even I wanted a year to ago, right? i wanted to go to the league yeah <laughs> like this is all stuff like you gotta take those bumps and go with the bumps like you can't let one bump take the tire off your wheel like you gotta keep rolling keep rolling it is and shit happens for a reason i got injured my freshman year in college after football season mm-hmm. and after all the injuries that I had, you know, I came to a decision where I was just like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm tired of getting hurt. I need yeah. to find a new career. And I took those steps. I was accountable for myself, for my actions, to be able to push myself to drive in a direction where, you know, it would lead me to, uh, you know, success, opportunity, something, you know, greater than just doing nothing and working yeah. in a nine to five job that I would not like. Oh, my God. That 95 job thing. Just that, that's some that's some crazy shit. Just, people really look forward to that like they're going to college for like eight years to get out of debt and to get paid and to get, <laughs> get paid, paid to give the money right back to the man like, oh like, my god and to get paid you know uh, some there's people that i know that don't have a college degree and they're getting paid more than somebody that's yes. been in college for six to eight years and it's there's so much competition with those those degree jobs you know, not a lot of people are actually not a lot of people know that you're able to get a job that's high paying without having a degree. Mm-hmm. It's, it's more experience than the actual degree. Yeah. And it goes back to what I was saying. Google will help you find that. Mm-hmm. Google will find you the opportunity. You, Yahoo, whatever search we, engine we, you use. We live in the information age. If you want to know something, just look it up. It's that simple. Like, you want to know something, just look it up. Anyone can find anything. Like, it's not like we live 10 years ago and you had to go to the library and look up books. Yeah, newspaper, like, to, yeah, the newspaper, back of the newspaper to find, uh, you know. You can literally find any job. Like, you can look up jobs. Yeah, you can. And find mad things that you might like. Like, we're 20 years old right now. Yeah. And, like, we're still really young. If we change our path, we change our path. But Yeah, like, we still have like so much like, time. Yeah. We still have a lot of time to, you know, to change our path. And I'm not saying college is bad. If you're going to be a doctor... No, a lawyer, yeah, hell, smart. we need... Yeah. I need somebody to give me my surgery. I don't yeah. want I don't want nobody with no experience, <laughs> no degree giving yeah. me surgery. That's the one... That I, if anybody's going to college, good. You, you know, I, like, I don't mean, waste your time. Don't waste you your know? time. Like, if you're going to college for entrepreneurship, you know, come to my house so I can smack the shit out of you. Like, entrepreneurship... 
doesn't need you don't need a degree for entrepreneurship that's the dumbest degree ever i think every single year these universities are just adding majors just to bring college students there because they know in the future that college is not going to be and you know it's going to be an option like they don't have to do it and most likely will end up being free so they're just looking for all the money they can right exactly now. Like they're just they know squeezing the why do you think they're charging you guys so much you know like me i'm about twenty thousand in debt and i was only in one year in college uh, I, the main reason why I went to college was to play football. I'm not playing football. Now I have debt. Yeah. I'm not in college. You know, I'm not making beautiful money as we speak, but I'm on the path of making the beautiful money. It's just trusting the process, taking that step, yeah, making yourself accountable to be able to make that money that you need that, you know, get that job, meet that person, network, go to events. You know, it's all this. It's, it's, that's all part of the process and those steps in order to get to where you want to be. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's no other way to put it. You got to stay on the path, trust the process. Even though that's like a, a meme on fucking Twitter, trust the process is like a legit thing. Like, you gotta, it is you a trust, legit you thing. Why, trust you, yourself and why do you think? Why do you think the 76ers used it? Because they've been trashed their whole like fucking 20 the, the years. The franchise has been terrible. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. They use trust the process because they're they're starting to pick shit up and putting it together. Ben Simmons is actually getting a jump shot. You know, he's never had a jump shot. His now life. look at him. He started from he started from where he was. Now just being in uh, in the paint uh, defense. Uh, player and now he's outside of the you know the range yeah he shooting. basically was like a taller rondo like he yeah nothing, all he was he shoot. yeah exactly so look look where he started he didn't think he'd be a shooter he think he, he thought that he would be able to just you know drive in the paint most of the time and have help his team win now that he's shooting he's going to be able to help his team get get the wins that they need to actually win a championship within the next five years which is possible any successful person you look at like is self-accountable they've gone through bumps in the roads they don't look at other people and go like damn i wish i was like this person any successful person you know no one's ever like with the kid that got injured that he that he snapped his leg he's in the nba now kevin Ware. yeah he's in the nba right i'm not sure no michael porter michael That's, porter yeah. yeah yeah he snapped his leg you think he would have just quit right there no yeah, he held I mean, himself yeah, accountable. Yeah, he, he, he went to yeah. physical therapy yeah. every day. He's yeah. on the he's on the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So all that time, like he snapped his fucking leg. Yeah, he, even Paul George. Yeah. Snapped the fucking. I leg. thought. Yeah, everybody thought he was done. Yeah, I'm sure himself. He even was like, I think I'm done, but I gotta sure. trust the process. Go through all this yep. stuff. Use what I can and push myself back to what I love. Like, and what's that dude from the Celtics? Um, which one? It's no. Matt. Uh, the the one that snapped his leg, his ankle. Damn, from the Celtics. Oh, Gordon Hayward. Gordon, Gordon Hayward, Hayward there you fucked go. up his yeah, leg. Yeah, so. But next thing you know, you saw him a couple months after. He's on a chair, a wheelchair, whatever he's doing, and he's shooting. Yeah. You know, that's dedication right there. That's, you know, keeping himself accountable because he wants to be able to play the next season. Yeah. That's like me. I barely played high school football throughout my years. Mm -hmm. I, play, I had one successful year, freshman year, and then my senior year. My sophomore and junior year, those are the most those are the most important years of your high school life. But that which decide um, it decides whether you're going, what division of uh you know college football you're going. If you're you know successful sophomore junior year, you're you're bound to go D two D one. Now if you're not really successful or you're successful but you don't have as much playing time, you're not really gonna be able to be where you think you'd you'd end up going. And that's what somebody I know he actually played three years of division football now he's his fourth year he's he's uh playing at d1 uh a d1 college mm -hmm. 
and he's doing pretty well. Yeah. So it's just, you know, trust the process. I mean, if you look at Cam Newton, he went to Juke. Exactly. Yeah. You know, people people are afraid to do the things that, you know, would get them to the where they want to be. And it, it's a shame because a lot of a lot of people that I know or a lot of people that I see have so much potential and they give up on themselves. They give up on themselves. And, it, and it's, like I said, it's a shame. I, I really want to see a lot of people succeed. And that's why I'm doing this podcast, because I know with this, I'll be able to help others. You know, we'd be able to help others you know, grow as individuals, get them out their comfort zone, be able to go to events and meet people. Maybe they'll end up meeting an investor because they have an idea that they want to, they, they have an idea for a, a, a creation or something, yeah. you know, maybe they, they, they're very intelligent in real estate, mm-hmm. but they don't have the capital to be able to invest. And maybe they'll find somebody that's actually interested in investing in real estate, but they don't know, they don't have the knowledge for it. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's so many people in this world that we're, they're able to, you know, get what they want, but you know, they're not, you know, willing to take put this take the steps in order to do so another thing i want to say is like it's not just starting off that you got to be self-accountable and you got to keep pushing once you make it it's even harder it is like staying on the top is even harder it is like to be a leader as well like you got to be self-accountable like in the navy seals they use a thing called extreme ownership and the leader of the squad is in charge of everyone. If one person messes up, the whole squad messes up, but the leader's the most in trouble. He's the most fucked up. And they never go like, oh, like, oh, it was this guy's fault. The leader always goes like, it was my fault. I fucked up. And that shows respect in the whole team, whether if you're a manager or you want to be a politician or anything, like if someone messes up, don't like demean someone in your team because it's your team. You're the one that always got to take control and be like, this is my accountability. I'm the one that did this. Like, to stay on the top, you can't also be selfish. That's what I'm talking about, being self-accountable, being accountable at all. Like, you can't be selfish. You got to own everything you do. Whether it's something that's a minimal mistake and someone gets super mad at you, but, like, it's your boss or whatever. Like, if you're in the military or if you're a manager at a company or if you're a CEO, if the stocks get mad, if the people that form the stocks, they get mad at you for doing something, you can't be like, oh, it's not my fault. So just let's pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. You got to be like, oh, I fucked up. Yeah. We're going to fix this and we're going to take control of this. Yeah. Like you never aim for someone like put put blame on someone. Yeah, else. You own that shit. You got to own that shit. Because like if you don't own it, you're just going to look weaker in front of everyone yeah. else. And that's going to make it way harder to stay on the top. Exactly. You might have to end up starting over again. Yeah. You know? And yeah, that's not everything's yep. like entrepreneurship, yep, yep. entrepreneurship. Mm-hmm. A lot of things you work. A lot of people will work in corporate America. They'll work nine because they so sometimes they like that stuff. Yeah, some you know? people like it. But the thing is, like, you still got to be self accountable. You can still be super successful in that field. Yeah, like, there's nothing wrong with that. And like, just always be self accountable. Yeah, don't ever push anything on anyone yep. else. Don't ever feel like oh I'm a victim. Mm-hmm. Like people are picking on me. Mm-hmm. Own your shit. Exactly. Like, don't be weak. Like don't all that respect will help you out in the future it does and it doesn't even and have you to respect be, yourself yeah. too like sorry exactly. for no it's okay it, it doesn't even have to be you know business or a job it, it could be relationships it could be friendships it could be anything regarding everything yeah. you know like if you're in a relationship and you have a girlfriend and you know you know where you fucked up but you're bla- put them, you're playing you know victim yeah you're you like know? playing games with them you're like oh like but that's not a big deal yeah like, it's not a big deal up. you like, know what i mean your shit. if they if they feel that you know it's a big deal you know like it should be big for you too you know put yeah. some con- con- consideration and actually own that shit you know what i mean mm-hmm. and 
that there's no there's no really much there's no way around it you know it's either you take you take ownership of it or you just hide behind the covers and you get nothing done you know what i mean because you don't live life alone no you don't live life alone you gotta take ownership over all your mistakes and people are watching people everyone's watching like it's not don't overthink it and be like oh every one of my moves but like no, but like people things, are people watching will notice yeah exactly yeah. and especially with these you know social media stars uh pop stars whoever you call the famous people that we see yeah. on tv or whatever whenever they fuck up on social media or you're, something you're, you might be one of the first people that go on them like yeah, yeah you, a lot of people are the people on twitter that they're like oh this person fucked fuck this up fuck this up but then they're the person that like in real life are hiding behind the covers not yeah, taking responsibility exactly. for nothing you know yeah and like this like i said there's no way around this you need to be able to hold yourself accountable. You need to be able to do all the things that, you know, make yourself grow as a person. Own the shit that, you know, own the shit that uh, that makes that makes or break you. Even if it breaks you, you have to be able to take that take that step back and say, OK, listen, what am I going to do next to be able to grow? What am I going to do to be able to make this person, you know, like me again because I love them so much? You know, you have to be able to make a strategy of every single thing that you're going to end up you end up wanting to happen and you have to be able to take those steps to be able to do so uh, another thing might be language because like you said break you i, I take one thing from mulligan that is always in my mind bend don't break because mm. it's very important if you break you allow it to break mm. you can bend forever and allow us in like you can take any type of pain yeah don't let that shit break you yeah because that's on you like mm. you're no no one's gonna come pick you up mm -hmm. just keep pushing you know yeah like that that shit like he he was always like very motivational i don't know what he watched but like that shit always got in my head like the bend don't break even though he was just talking about defense like as a psychological thing i always thought of it as don't give up you know yeah. and that's where it comes from a lot of you know a lot of football quotes come from those people that love the game so much mm -hmm. when you love the game so much you're gonna end up having people feel what you feel because you know they care and yeah. so so should you and if you don't care about something then what's the whole purpose of you doing it? That's like with these football players, you know, they're just in the game for the money. Yeah. What's the whole point of you being an athlete if you're not going to put the, you know, hard work and dedication that's required to be able to help you mm -hmm. develop yourself as a as an athlete and, and an individual? Those are the people that never make it, especially in sports like that, because even if you, if you box or play football, hockey, like one of those sports that actually take your body out of you, if you don't love that shit... You're going to think to yourself at one moment, fourth quarter, 12th round, you're going to be like, why am I doing this? You're going to give up. You're going to give up on yourself. And you're not even going to think about it. It's going to be a subconscious thing. If you love that shit, that shit will never cross your mind. Yep. And that's something you got to think about before you even start. For then your mind will always have that, I love this shit, you know? Yeah. And it's just, it's just funny because like in high school, there was so many people that were like that. Bro, the whole team was like that. Mo so, most of the team. I don't mean the whole team. Not not a lot of people have had the dedication that most of us did and it sucks for those people that love the game so much but you know it's just drowned in and you know just dislike a lot of people they're just they love the game so much and sometimes even the coaches don't even love the game so that much sometimes yeah. they're, they're in it for their money and they're just draining because they hate their job so much they just they're just draining their players and which makes the players not want to play for that coach but that that also teaches you a lot like playing sports i always feel like kids should always play sports yeah sure. because 100%. in football like if one of us messed up we all one messed of up. the 11 all of us mess up mm -hmm. and like mulligan would show us that in practice but some of us wouldn't believe it 
I believe that I was always knew every single play in the whole book. But in the game, one of us messed up. Tyler ended up getting fucked up in the back. Or like one of us messes up on defense, 90 yard touchdown, you know? Yeah. And like it teaches you like how to hold each other accountable. But also like you should also do solo things to teach yourself. I got to hold myself accountable when no one's looking. It's like Peyton used to talk about integrity, even though he didn't talk a lot. He's always talk when people aren't looking. That's when integrity is the most important, because if people aren't looking and you're like the person to steal a candy bar or something, yeah. then you're someone that has no integrity. Yeah. What are you what are you doing when when others aren't watching? Yeah, when others aren't watching, that's the most important time. Yeah. And that goes for that goes for every single thing. Like yeah. if you're if you're in real estate and you aren't making phone calls, following up, prospecting, doing all of these things while nobody's watching and they see that on social media that you're posting all this stuff and not really getting deals when they look at your production, what are you doing when they're not looking? Are you sleeping? Mm -hmm. Are you just bullshitting? Are you just just not doing anything productive? What 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 are you actually what steps are you actually taking to actually grow yourself? Yeah. You know, this is what this whole thing is about. Accountability is basically just growing yourself and improving and not even just real estate. Like, if you want to be able to grow your own YouTube channel, what what steps are you taking to grow your own YouTube channel? Are you are you de- deciding what genre you want to be in? What videos are you gonna make? You know, how are you gonna be able to break up the content to throw them on your social media and you know, give value of uh, uh, based on your content to your viewers? What 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 are you actually doing when nobody's watching? You want to make a YouTube channel, but you make a video one week and then you make another one three months after. What have you been doing? Yeah, no one's gonna watch that shit. Like, if we're talking about YouTube, successfully, those people it consumes their life. Most people that are successful in anything, that shit will consume your life. Like you doing your real estate shit all the time. You're on that shit. Like that's how you have to be. Yeah. If you want, if you want to be successful, if you want to be anything in life, you can be stuck working at Walgreens as a fucking forty year old. But if you want to actually do something with your life, you got to get in there. Like, yeah. You got to push yourself. You got to be like, if if you're doing YouTube or you're trying to be an Instagram model or whatever, you got to be like, every day I'm going to do this shit. Yeah. Three times a day or something. I'm going to edit videos. I'm going to look at other videos. I'm going to see how other people work. I'm going to see anything. Just push forward. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, every step. Like I said, every journey begins with one step and then another step and another step. Yeah. And, you know, it all comes with decision making. Like, what does what 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 are you actually doing to, you know, take those steps? And, you know, there's not there's really no way around it. And you just you just got to do the work. You have to you have to take those steps. You have to do something. If you're not doing anything, you're not going to be able to get to where you want to be. Yeah. So it's like if you think about if you're in a pool, you're treading water. If you tread water for too long, you're just going to drown. If you swim, (laughs) you're never going to drown. Yeah, that's that's how life is. You got to just keep swimming. Just keep swimming. Nemo. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah so we're just gonna wrap this up it was a pretty good podcast if you guys have any comments anything you know feel free to dm me or Eli salsa um you know there's more podcasts coming soon on, on self-improvement so we'll be looking forward to hearing from you guys soon peace